Right, eh? We're going across to Australia. Uh, hopefully they're there if they're on time. Can't hear them. Yes, you can. Oh, hang on. What about it? Maybe it might be that one. Is that it? Is that it? Oh, jeez. Big echoes. Big echoes. Now I've got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I've got you. Right. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking to Gibbo. Oh, you can talk to Gibbo. You you see you see Gibbo in the chair. Yeah. G'day, Stuffy. How are you, mate? Nice to meet you. Oh. Because we've, te- we've had a text message to the show about Gibbo, because I said, we're going to talk to Gibbo, don't know who he is. And a guy's text in, okay, here it is, from, his name's Will GC, he's a former Northlander. He says, Gibbo is a legend and half Kiwi, was producing Joel and Fletch, bit of a loose unit on the source. <laughs> uh, thank you, Will, for that lovely text message. Yeah, I am half Kiwi. Uh, very proud of it, but good to uh, be back over on SNZ. And yes, I'm a loose unit, Stuffy. So are you, though, apparently. <laughs> I used to be a loose unit, Gibbo. Yeah. Oh, oh so I thought you were having. I thought you were having the day Staffy. off. Yeah. There's our, our talk topic: loose units. <laughs> oh, jeez. That, that was Stephen Donald. Stephen. Oh, Stephen Beaver the Donald. Beaver. The Beaver. He is the loosest of units is from he? his Chiefs days, 100%. Is that right, Staffy? Yeah, yeah. What have you heard, Gibbo, about the Beef? Well, um, my uncle Colin Burke used to play for the Waikato Chiefs with him, so I've heard a few stories. Berkey? Berkey, absolutely. CB. Mm, if he was in Australia, he'd be Burko. You put O's on, we put E's on. Yeah, right. Uh, so, no, when I said in the chair, I mean in the chair for Coach K. Oh, see, I think well, I thought we had Charlie Goodsir and Gibbo in the chair. See, I was well, just so confused. See, Good nah, to have see, you, though, Jimmy. Uh, thank you. You calling uh, a game tonight? No. That's why we no. haven't got Sam. He's doing the Wars against the Tesians. Uh, yes, because I was wondering what was going on. Sean Johnson <laughs> with the little one-two step off the left foot. It's vintage, SJ. We were about a minute and a half into our conversation and I hadn't heard him come over the top and say, oh, you, what have you been thinking about World Cup final? <laughs> yeah, and I thought, where is he? Where is he? Oh, he's got some payback ready for you as well. I'm just seeing if it's on our button bar and I can't see it. He hasn't Good. edited it. Good. He'll, he'll save that. He's actually hosting for me all week next week. Is he? Mm-hmm. What are you up to, Steffi? I'm off doing some charity stuff at the end of next week, oh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so I thought, oh, let's just do the whole week. Okay. What's your uh, charity stuff you're doing, mate? Oh, there's a, well, it's a corporate thing Wednesday night, and then there's a fundraiser back in, back in my old stomping ground down in Wellington, one for the Stroke Foundation, one for the um, – the ambulance, what are they called? Life Flight Trust. Yeah, it's, right. good, it's good times. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Uh, just on that, um, the Wallabies. Yeah. <laughs> we just played a grab from Eddie Jones, who <laughs> seems to be upset with the world, which is fair enough. He's 0-3, Ed, in his return to the Wallabies. But uh, we'd be a fair hope, we, being the Wallabies over there, to beat you blokes at Dunedin, wouldn't we? Well, we've made 70, 17 changes to try and assist your um, – failing national rugby team. Uh, what I do like is, and we've just, we have the Jeremy Paul show. He just got off the line just before the last ad break. He's a massive fan of Tate McDermott and Carter Gordon okay. as your 9-10 okay. going forward. Yep. They're probably both not quite ready for the big, big stage, but he hopes that they persevere with them. And, um, he, of course, he was coached by Eddie. And um, yes. he said, Eddie, will just try and keep it really, really simple. And his point was, it's how many minutes you win in the game. And he said, in that first test, 
test match, uh, the Wallabies won about 20 minutes and the All Blacks won about 60. And it's just about, you've got to win at least 45 to win a match. It's, he just brings it all back to simplifying it like that. So the interesting part around that is winning minutes. So with the cricketers, they break it down a lot into, you know, win big moments, which means win, win days and win sessions and win moments within sessions and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. You could argue that the, the Wallabies won a lot of those early minutes and then the other point about it is scoring points when you are winning those moments. Mm. Like sometimes you can win moments but not score points. So that's the other – dollar four, New Zealand. <laughs> and Australia, $11. And by the sounds of it, 17 changes, uh, the Wallabies will be presented with a ribbon at the end of it, which is nice so that everyone gets something. Did you know that this is the first test match <clears throat> against the Tier 1 nation for the All Blacks since 2015 – that there hasn't been a Barrett in the side. Is that right? Eight years. How about that? Wow. <laughs> wow. Who played his 50th the other day? I saw that on Instagram and it was said, oh, my 50th was great and then it was great to have these blokes around me as well. I'm like, those blokes? They're your brothers. You've been around them your whole life. Well, Bodie's, Bodie's had the most 50. It was probably Geordie. Geordie, it was it? probably Geordie the second five. And that's the interesting thing. We've got, we've got a fullback, a second five and a lock. And the lock isn't the biggest. Geordie, the second five, when you see them standing next to each other, he's bigger than the lock. How tall's he? He's about 6'6". Six, six. Geordie? Yeah. Oh. He is a monster. Okay. One of them's a bowler. One of them's a very good Geordie. bowler. Geordie. Okay. Well, that's right. 6'6". Six, six. Fair enough. Actually, an interesting story. Back in the day when Bowden Barrett burst onto the scene and he was at the Hurricanes as the first five and he was just going, look, this has really made replacement for Dan Carter. And, you know, he was really young, 21, 22, um, all black, scoring tries for fun. And, I, and we'd heard that he'd had five or six brothers. And and I said, all your other brothers play rugby. I interviewed him as this snotty-nosed kid. And I said, do other brothers play? And he, yeah, they all play. And I said, are they as good as you? And he said, the best one's the youngest, Geordie. Watch out for him. So wow. there you go. Yeah. That reminds me, um, you would remember Mark Eller and his yes. twin brothers, Gary and Glenn. Yes. And then there was Steve Eller that played in the 81, 82, 83 and I think 86 Parramatta Eels site. Mm -hmm. and, and Mark was at the SCG on grand final day and he was interviewed. So he's the Australian 5'8 at the time. And I think it was the 83 grand final. And someone said, oh, you know, what do you think of Steve Ella? Because they were cousins. What do you think of this guy? He said, oh, he's the best of a lot of us. Mm. Which is fair rap. I'll give you something interesting to look at. Talking about brothers, the going, yes. the going brothers. Uh, they played going. for, they played for back in the day. They were called North Auckland. It's now Northland. Sid Going, All Black halfback. Brian and Ken Going, his brothers, both Maori All Blacks, but they played for Northland. They had a move called the Triple Scissors, and you could study it and study it and study it, and you still couldn't mark it. It was, it's beautiful, and I can't believe someone hasn't copied it and used it. It is so good. The Triple Scissors by the Going Brothers in the seventies. Okay, Fletch was showing me a video the other day with the triple scissors, but I think it's different to the Going Brothers move. But anyway, uh, now the Thornett brothers are the legendary ones here in Australia. Ah. You know that, the Thornett brothers. Haven't rugby, heard of them. Rugby union. And one of them played water polo for Australia as well. So three sports represented Australia. Wow. And, and the other two were just the two sports to represent Australia. 
<laughs> and we've got the Adams family, not not of the movie fame, but Stephen Adams, Stephen, Dame Valerie, yeah. uh, multiple gold medalist at the Olympics in the shot put, uh, the sister, uh, Paralympic athlete, gold medalist, um, two uncles played basketball for New Zealand as well. There's about 15 of them. In fact, they can't agree whether there's 14 or 15 kids. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the 15, mate, the rugby team. Go yeah, with the 15. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I know we don't really follow any sort of run sheet today, but that's fine. Um, you have a great weekend, Staffy, uh, and enjoy your week off, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Up the Waz. Oh, yeah, go the Waz tonight. See, we didn't even get to that. That's Staffy and the crew over That's there. That's Jimmy in Australia. We'll come back with Back in the Day.